Hello and welcome to episode 275 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is October 25th, 2021. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is Slappy Jones. Show notes page for this episode is mcflugel.com slash 275, where if we have anything to link to, that's where we'll be. But also be sure to check out libertymugs.com to buy all your Bitcoin and libertarian themed mugs and t-shirts and whatnot. And also check out 10hoursofbitcoin.com and bitcointrickle.com, where you can learn about Bitcoin. And uh, if you've noticed, if you're kind of deep into Bitcoin Trickle and you notice it's been dead for a while, it's... Because it is dead for a while. Yeah, but... um, But it's coming back. Yeah, we just got to get back in the swing of things. There was a... If you're a listener, regular listener of the show, you might have noticed that I was under the weather a little bit and... um, you know, even though I'm back. Speaking of which, feel good. It's tough to. Well, go ahead, finish, finish. Right. No, it's just tough to get back to the swing of, uh, yeah, of things. Yeah, because like we that, had a so. nice, we had a nice rhythm going for a yeah. while, and it broke it. But speaking of being sick, we're almost two weeks from Tom Woods 2000. Should we be nervous? Well, now that I uh, have natural antibodies. Yeah, but I, I heard there could be like second attacks or something. Like aftershocks? Yeah. Maybe. Long ter- long-term COVID maybe? Well, I am physically indestructible. Hmm. Well, you know what's funny? People do say that. Like they say, oh, just because you got COVID doesn't mean. But then I was talking to people about this in the last few weeks. And I was like, what are those numbers? What are reinfection rates for someone who got COVID? Don't ask don't ask that question. So I I went on my Google machine and I looked it up and I think it was the CDC's website and it said it was extremely rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in bold. Like it was the page. It's like, what about people who got COVID before? Can they get it again? And they're just like, well, you want to be careful, but it is extremely rare. Which means it's probably extremely, extremely rare. Yes. Like one person got it or something. Yeah. I, I think I heard re- they made a big deal about it. someone got COVID twice. Plus, there's a lot of false positives. So who knows? Right. So, yeah, it's, it's man, I don't want to get into all that. It's such a clown world. It's just going to yeah. frustrate me. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't talk about much about uh, Tom Woods' no. 2000th episode celebration last week because we had a guest on and didn't want to. Uh, cannibalize any of any of her time which by the way if you have if you missed last week's episode uh it is a must listen it's one of the few times <laughs> one of the few times <laughs> one of the few times we have a must, must listen to episode so no but it's uh it's every once in a while we have a guest on or have a story of uh of something where it's like it, it's it's actually worth listening pretty, to yeah, pretty meaningful. <laughs> no, it's a good right. episode. Yeah. No, it's meaningful. It's something that everyone's worried about, about losing your job because of the vaccine. And we have someone that, that fought to keep her job despite uh, being seriously threatened uh, that she was going to lose it because she didn't want to get the vaccine. So uh, I think that's up there in one of our, one of one our, our better, more important episodes. Yeah. I agree. But uh, yeah, the week before that, we were in... Uh, Went down to Orlando for Tom Woods. Sunny Orlando. It's beautiful down there. Can we uh, can we dox who we went with? I don't know. Can we? Yes, I'm gonna okay. say yes. He tweeted. He had a tweet. Okay. About. Well, he made a meme. The uh, when you're out with the boys on a nature walk. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. We saw lots of birds. Yeah, the hotel that we were at, where the event was, had a uh, little nature nature walk area. Through the swamp. Yeah. We were hoping to see uh, crocodiles. Uh, I learned that bugs like swamps. Yes, they do. We had to wear our, uh, our shirts over our heads like cornholio mm-hmm. to escape the bugs back there. We did not see any, any crocodiles. Or alligators. Or alligators. We decided that... Uh, 
three snakes were one, worth one crocodile. We didn't see any of them. We didn't see any snakes. Even though when I was there, I was there a couple of years ago for a conference for work. And uh, I took the nature walk and I walked around a lot. And I think I saw two snakes when I was Liar. there. I saw them, but it wasn't wasn't three. So saw a lot of birds, though. A lot yeah, of birds. Lots of some interesting ones. Some fish, too. Yeah. Or some look like some largemouth bass in those uh, swampy ponds. Some snail shells. A lot of... Yeah. Yeah, we we saw like an empty snail shell, and we were like, "Wow, look at this!" And I it was big. Yeah, I risked life and limb to go get it. And we saw like twenty five more of them. Yeah, and then as soon as we were started looking around, we saw just a bunch more. Um, that was the highlight. <laughs> yeah, it's the best part of it was a shell. Yeah. No, it was good. There was lots of good people there. It was kind of nice to be at a place where there's like sane people everywhere you walk past people and hear the conversations and it's they're like nice conversations this you know people talking about you you might hear the name mary rothbard when you're walking walking down the hall and i never hear that anywhere right yeah we hung out i mean we were hanging out with uh, with with eric people yeah we met lots of good people eric the red from uh rebel with a cause podcast out with vake went to dinner with with vake and eric and a couple other people to fogo de chow had some meat uh we met pete pete quinones first time i met him in person first time i met him in person um yeah and and we met scott horton in person for the first time scott is like he's the man yeah he's the greatest it was after the uh, the two thousandth episode was over, and they were having the book signings and everything. And so we were in the Tom Woods line, got him to sign a, a book or two, and mm-hmm. you know shook his hand. And we get in the Scott Horton line, and we said who we were, and he you know recognized us, and he because he remembers like man, it's incredible. You have one interaction with him on Twitter, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so and so." Oh yeah, I remember you. And I'll talk to you. And there's our friend Buck was down there with us too who's been on the podcast a few times mm-hmm. and um, he took a picture of us talking to Scott Horton and it's great because like Scott's there and we're just like standing there listening and he's, you know, obviously in the middle of something talking and everything. And for someone who's just observing this picture, they're probably like, man, he's probably like talking about some crazy thing that happened in Fallujah with the blah, blah, blah. But ah. what he was actually, no, what he was actually was telling us was a story about, the problem he had with his boat trying to get to Childerberg. Yep. Which he said he's coming to Childerberg this year. He was there oh, last year, you, I think. You, you ruined You're going to. What? Wait, did was did he say? Yeah, he, he publicly said he was going, right? He went last year. Yeah, okay. He I just had to leave before I got there. Yeah. He had to or wanted to. <laughs> uh, no comments, Laffy. That actually happened with a lot of people. <laughs> Guy Swan. Yeah, I'd uh, love to stay, but Rollo's coming. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like well, that ruins all that talk. But yeah, I mean, the episode was a lot of fun. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was funny. It was. Um, it was long. It was. But long. It was entertaining. I thought. I thought it was good. Yeah. It had the uh, the heckler at the end. Oh, that was something. But that Incredible. guy was obviously, I mean, correct. Gone. Yeah, no, <laughs> and correct. Was, yeah, and very libertarian. Which dude? Did the episode come out yet? I'm not sure. I haven't seen. No, but it was. Uh, I'm sure that'll be in there. And with Michael Mouse talking during it, it was just the absolute perfect person to. Have yeah, that but that guy. was a shame because he had his act ready to go, and this right. guy just totally jumped up and ruined it. Yeah, he recovered. I mean, he he did fine. It. He did well, yeah. but I'm sure he had planned to have certain jokes, and it just threw off the rhythm and everything. And but he did a great job with it anyway. Yeah, but you know, whatever. So this is our last episode before Halloween, Slappy. Oh yeah, it is. Ugh. So what are you going to be for Halloween? Nothing, as usual. 
What do you mean nothing? I go as myself. Well, I haven't my... dressed up for Halloween since I was like 12. Well, I think your kids would probably enjoy the day a lot more if you got into the spirit. Yeah, maybe. They enjoyed enough. So I I went to my sister had a Halloween party this weekend. Do you want to know who I went as? Elmo. No, that's that's from years past. Oprah. No, it's also from years past. <laughs> I give up. Freddie Mercury. There you go. Ah, yeah, you could do it. Oh, it. I did it. I, I think there's a picture of it somewhere. I'll have to send it, send it to you. I think yeah. I pulled it off. Yeah. It was great because it was the most low effort costume ever. I just yeah, yeah, I basically see. went as myself. I got an old t-shirt and cut t-shirt. the sleeves yeah. off. So I had like the white tank top thing. Just wore a pair of jeans, tucked the shirt into them. And then, um, you know, he wears that thing on his arm, that black like dog collar mm-hmm. or something. I got a uh, a black cable tie. <laughs> that works. On the, it worked. But uh, I think I pulled it off. So I expect uh, next Monday on uh, on All Saints Day when we record. Did you get yourself the high five? The high five. HIV. Oh. Did he uh, have HIV? I don't know. I think so. I know he was. Well, he was certainly promiscuous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to Google that. I never saw the movie. I mean, I like his music, I guess, but. Yeah, I, it's funny with Queen. There's a lot of stuff that's just the stuff that gets played on the radio for the most part just gets either just absolutely way overplayed yeah and like i have a lot of it like i don't think it's that good the stuff they play on the radio but the stuff that they don't play on the radio the first couple of my albums are fantastic so i'm i'm a supporter yeah good uh yeah so we got Freddie Mercury out of the way. We got the tractor reference. We talked to Tom yeah. Woods. All right, I guess that wraps up the show. Wraps it up. What else do we have? We have anything else going on? Anything you want to talk about today? Yeah, we're going to talk about how I'm going on the uh, the Bitcoin standard. Uh, yeah, all right. Got a boy. Yeah, I've been talking about it. What do you it, mean but... you're going on the Bitcoins? Are you going on Safedine's podcast? What are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm going on like I'm... I have, I have a copy. I have two copies of the book, and I'm wearing them as shoes. Standing on it. Yes, I'm wearing them as shoes. So I'm now on the Bitcoin standard. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, really, what I'm doing, and I've been kind of doing like maybe called a modified wimpy version of it, where I was. That's what I do. Yeah, any any excess savings that I had outside of my mortgage and regular bills, credit card and stuff. Problem is that I lost all my keys. Yeah, that happened. So I'm kind of stuck. If I if I buy any, I'm gonna to have to start over again. But right, I digress. But um, and I had been I I had like weird. It's funny. Like I devised these plans. Like I had like a like a fidelity account with some stocks and stuff. And I was like, well, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna you know liquidate that into dollars. And and liquidate whatever I need for my expenses month to month, and then just convert my entire paycheck to Bitcoin, so I can you know be stacking Bitcoin that way. And then one day I just was like, no, nah, I just I'm just going to convert all that to Bitcoin right now, <laughs> and that's what I did. Um, and that's been kind of like my history through Bitcoin. It's like devised these like overly conservative ways of being like, and then. Going like, nah, I'm just gonna buy it all right now. Just get it. Um, so more recently, it's it's been what I what we just said we were doing, um, saving the excess income and putting it into Bitcoin, and that worked great. Like that that was fantastic. But 
wasn't quite enough for me. So I decided I am using the, uh, the strike app and, um, going to, uh, convert my paycheck directly into Bitcoin and, uh, just try to really not keep a dollar balance at all. Try to keep that checking account as close to zero as possible. And when bills come up that are denominated in dollars, have to, you know, liquidate some Bitcoin or, or find ways to pay for stuff with Bitcoin, um, which it's getting better and better every day with stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm headed to. Now I will say this because I don't want to say like I have zero dollar denominated things. I still have, um, well, my company has a 401k program and they match it pretty generously. Correct. Yeah. So I'm going to take that money. And then I, uh, I also have a, an IRA from previous jobs. IRA. Yes. So Gilligan, uh, you think we should do this IRA? It's, it's IRA. Oh, sorry. So Gilligan, you think we should buy this IRA? Um, no, so I just want to, I want to get that out there so people can needle me and call me a cuck for, for still having that. Um, I do have a 401k that I need to roll over from a previous job. And I do want to try to get that into, um, Bitcoin, whether I just take the penalty and, and, and the taxes on it and then just buy Bitcoin or if I, uh, kicking the tires on ways to do like a Bitcoin IRA. Um, so we'll see where that goes. And, and, and if I can figure that or get what I think is what I want for that, then I'll look at, uh, maybe converting the, uh, the IRA over to that too. But, um, but otherwise, uh, I'm pretty much just going to keep a cash balance in Bitcoin. There you go. So it's kind of like, and and I got you know, J.W. Weatherman's been talking about this, and we should I mentioned it to him getting on the show. That'd be great talking about this because uh, he's been doing it for a little longer than I have. But I mean, the reason I bring this up is one to uh, to flex on everybody, but also to uh, <laughs> you know, no, not to flex. But, but, to, you know, I think we're normal people. Like, relatively. Well, yeah, I mean, to the listener group. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, a lot of people are are interested in Bitcoin and and don't really know how to do stuff yet and are curious and want to explore this stuff, but they don't really know where to go. So we'll kind of like, or at least I will, um, try to like be the living example of it and kind of give updates and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing and this is what works for me. And this is what hasn't worked and try to muddle through this and figure it out and help other people. And if other people are doing it, hear what they're doing and we can kind of all just help each other out with this because it is something new and like, man, I am financially or at least prior to all this stuff, just like such a conservative person yeah same like really was like i want to keep wanted to keep a cash balance like i had a lot more money in my like checking account than i should have because it's like well i don't have anything that i think i should invest in so i have to keep it and i'm not gonna like play the casino um so for me to like go from just starting getting really aggressive with stuff it's been just a, a huge, huge changing gear for me. But uh, that said, I feel like I'm being extremely conservative by just buying and holding Bitcoin. Right. Um, but what if they uh, shut down Bitcoin? Yeah, they can't. I mean, we've said this before, like the Bitcoin, the network is strong and resilient and they can't shut it down for all intents and purposes. So but what Bitcoin if they shut errors, down- yeah, what if they – now, this is, I guess, somewhat um, – I'll try to not be too facetious. But, um, you know, you, you got to think there's going to be some tax law coming and changing. Um, do you think they're going to try to crack down on things like Strike, Cash App, Coinbase, et cetera? I don't know. 
I mean, I think you can make arguments in both directions. Um, yeah, I don't think they will. I mean, I think they'll put in some kind of rules, but I don't think they're ever going to shut them down. Uh, yeah, I, think, I agree. That's just what I think. Yeah, I, I mean, it might get annoying yeah. in the short to me- medium term, but I don't think they're because I think they recognize that like they can't. I mean, we've talked exactly. about this before. they we, need we had their that. credibility. Not only that, it's just they need that they need it to survive. I think a lot of them start to are starting to understand that it's like, uh, you know, Bitcoin's real and is actually like this force that directly attacks what we're trying to do. And if we try to fight it, we're gonna lose. Right. Like but I that, can't believe that China did what they do with Bitcoin. Yeah. I would have lost money because we had that episode with Carr. Was it 184? Talk about Bitcoin game theory yep. with nations. Well, I don't remember the number, but I remember the episode. Yeah. And it was, you know, you you crack down on Bitcoin and you give your global competitors just a huge advantage against you. And China's just like, they already seem to be with this uh, Evergrande thing and, and other stuff going on. They mm-hmm. seem to be in a pretty bad spot. And now they just like chop the legs out from... <laughs> from under there's something that could actually help them kind of uh what's it uh what's the word like mortar over the mm-hmm. the the problem spots they have spack all over and they just took that tool away from themselves on the surface at least i don't know what they're doing behind closed doors but i mean they're not helping their population out at all <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, so you think they're they're not going to crack, like not seriously going to crack down on stuff? I don't think so. I think they'll try to track things better. Yeah, it's... I think too many politicians have it. And I think now you're seeing like big businesses get it. Right. And talk about it. And it's on CNBC's ticker and like a lot of... It's not just, you know, I mean, we're years away or years away. I said years out from when it was just weirdo libertarians who owned it. Yeah. And the more, more and more businesses that start putting Bitcoin on their balance sheets and, you know, we know big businesses ultimately are the ones that are driving the the, the car. Right. Paying a lot. And, and these politicians, we're going to crack down on Bitcoin. And, and so these lobbyists go like, well, you know that we're going to pay for your election campaign right yeah so it's, i just uh, don't think i think that's why it won't i think a lot of politicians have it even the ones who talk against it probably own it right um but there's still a possibility that um like i was saying a few minutes earlier bitcoin the network is very strong and resilient and for all intents and purposes they can't shut it down I, however, am a, am a relatively soft target, just like every yeah. other human being. Yeah. So the government could make my life very difficult because- But they would I, need a reason to. Like, they're not just going to go after- maybe, maybe they would go after random citizens, but- Yeah, I'm just saying that there is a- there is, The possibility exists. Sure. I don't think I don't think it's likely, but like, because that's what a response will be by people. They'll be like, oh, they can just shut you down. Like, yes, they could, but, you know- we talk of we're libertarians. We talk this game about the Fed, and you know we're libertarians. We're all screaming and arguing back and forth over the last few weeks about strategy and you know what works and what doesn't, um, and and whatever. I'm sure we'll be talking about that in later episodes. But um, you know, I I don't want to if we're going to talk about like what we're doing for strategy and everything, I don't want to use the dollar any more than I absolutely have to. I don't want them to steal the value of my labor by, you know, me holding dollars for them and putting that little bit of upward pressure on, on, uh, on the price of dollars for them. I want to remove myself from that and I want to take control of my own wealth and so, uh, you know, yes, they could turn around and somehow make life very difficult for me and, and cause problems because I decided to really not use dollars as much as I can anymore. 
and we'll get into the mechanics of how I plan on doing this and how I started. But uh, I, I, that's fine. Like I'd rather uh, not literally die, but die with my boots on than say like, oh, well, because uh, it might cause problems for me. They might get, they might harass me. Then I'll just kind of go along with it and, and use their cock box. No, I'd, I'd rather them, I'd rather them have to fight me than yeah. just, than just lay down for them. Sure. Um, but yeah, so it's, uh, my first paycheck, like I said, I'm, I'm using strike to convert my, uh, my paycheck right into Bitcoin direct deposit with them. And, uh, that should be on Friday is the first one. There you go. So it's exciting. Um, I've realized cause I started doing it because I, my, my checking account is pretty low already. Um, but, uh, I've been looking at ways and I've known about a lot of stuff for a while, but one of the kind of the cool things is I didn't realize how much of a factor the lightning network would play with stuff. Um, so I've got my raspberry blitz node. It's my lightning node and the Bitcoin full node. And, uh, you know, I've got decent capacity on there, but it's kind of, it runs over Tor, and it's kind of clunky with connecting to it. Um, since it's running over Tor on a little raspberry Pi. So for like day to day stuff, it would be doable, but it would just be kind of annoying. Um, so I have a breeze wallet, which is a, uh, it's, you control your keys on the lightning network with that. Um, but they like create channels for you on your behalf. So it makes it kind of like a very easy user experience. So I created a nice fat channel with breeze. And then I sent some Bitcoin through that channel to my breeze wallet and they created a channel for me. And uh, so now I have this on my phone where I can keep, you know, a small amount of Bitcoin on there for day to day stuff. Uh, because one of the thing, one of the services I started to use is uh, Pay with Moon, where you can buy over the Lightning Network, uh, like prepaid Visa gift cards at basically any amount. So if you're shopping online or something, like the headphone little earbuds I'm using now for this recording, I needed uh, new ones because I just buy these cheap ones that stop working after a little bit. Um, went on to Amazon, got the the stuff in the shopping cart got the uh the total that i owed and then went over to pay with moon and uh said hey i need this much money on this card they gave me a lightning invoice i uh, opened my breeze wallet scanned the uh, qr code and it sent the bitcoin over there and i had uh instantly had a had a little uh visa gift card that i could use punched that into amazon and they came in the next day perfect yeah. Um, so I, I've been thinking, yeah, I don't know how much I gotta, I gotta see like what kind of interesting finagling I can do with trying to like pay my credit card and my, uh, and my mortgage every month. Cause those are obviously in, in dollar denominated things. I got to pay for groceries and, and gas and stuff and, and other bills go on the credit card. It's nice to just have to load everything all, all up on one thing. And then once a month in one fell swoop, pay it off. Um, but, uh, I might turn off, well, on, on strike, you there's a little slider and it says, you know, how much of your money, your direct deposit do you want in Bitcoin or dollars? All right. Now it's slid all the way over to hundred percent Bitcoin. Well, I might slide that over a little bit to take dollars into my account so I can pay a lightning invoice that I create for myself over strike so that I have more money that's just like staying native in the lightning network. Because if I'm going to be like charging the breeze wallet for stuff and then, you know, buying a lot of stuff over the lightning network, I'm going to be sending a lot out and I need to replenish that. So just be a little simpler, cheaper way to uh, replenish the lightning stuff instead of, you know, 
trying to do loop in and loop out and create new channels and everything. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of interesting tools out there that like make this pretty reasonable to do if, you know, you're someone who's just like called a hobbyist that's not even that technical, but just someone who's interested in trying to figure out creative ways to do things. The other thing that helps is I just took out a home equity line of credit. Um, it's got some liquidity if you need it. Yes. But that's a way it's like, cause you know, I'm going to have to start liquidating Bitcoin into dollars, uh, to pay dollar denominated things since I'm converting all my pay, all my stuff into, into Bitcoin. So, um, if there's for whatever reason, maybe the, I got to send an on-chain transaction and I forget to do it or something and it's taken a while, then I can just, you know, use that line of credit to pay off mm -hmm. stuff and just kind of float it out there a little bit. So it gives, it gives me some options and protections and a, uh, a little, uh, some dollar liquidity out mm -hmm. there uh, as a backstop, just because this stuff is so, so fresh and new and young. Um, I forget what I was going to say about something. I don't know. But I don't know, Slappy, what do you like poke holes in, in what I'm doing? What do you think? Um, <clears throat> I mean, it sounds like if you're going to put 100% of your paycheck into Bitcoin and you're going to be paying capital gains tax every time you spend money then, well, how is the accounting going to work? I'm going to have to like, so yeah, that's the thing I was going to say that I forgot about. Um, if I have to go through an exchange to sell Bitcoin, then that is a taxable event. Um, according to the IRS and the exchange that I use is going to send me a letter. 1099 at the end of the year. Yep, they're going to send me that form, and they're going to probably also send that to the to the IRS. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of stuck. You're going to have to file. Um, which, by the way, just so I forget, I've been I've gotten some like DMs and tweets asking stuff like, "Oh, should I buy Bitcoin even if I can't get it without non KYC?" And it's like, yes. I don't know if I ever led people down a road to say like to suggest delaying buying Bitcoin because you need to find KYC free ways to get it. Um, I don't recommend that. I think you should just get it. <laughs> Obviously KYC free Bitcoin is better than non KYC free or, or uh, KYC Bitcoin, but I would not delay your purchases. Yeah. Like, you might tainted, not get it for 60 grand again. Yeah. Tainted Bitcoin is better than no Bitcoin. Um, especially if you're putting it into cold storage then like, and you don't plan on touching it for 10 years, like who freaking cares? Um, there are, well, yeah, there, there are certain things like, you know, we we're talking earlier about them messing me up with what I'm trying to do there. You know, I'm not trying to say that privacy doesn't matter, but, um, you know, you got to weigh it against everything else that's going on. And, you know, maybe you can figure out ways. There's stuff like BISC we've talked about before. I think it's a good service. Uh, as Teco, but um, they, they're they kind of not noob-friendly as friendly, I guess. And so while you're figuring that stuff out or just figuring out how to do um, however you're, you want to do it to try to get as much KYC-free Bitcoin, um, I would still be, you know, keep buying over Cash App, Strike, Swan, River, where you're getting it because um, I think it's it's more important to have Bitcoin than to not have you know. it right uh, but to get back on the capital gain stuff yeah I mean there's not really a good way to get out of it um, I probably will try to use KYC free ways of of uh, of selling Bitcoin to, to get but then you'll have to keep track of everything to report it on your taxes right yeah I love that thing on, on the, the tax form. It says, have you bought, sold, blah, 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 or anything, any cryptocurrency this year? Nope. <laughs> but uh, that might be difficult to, to check that box. 
uh, in the coming years. So what I did was a lot of these exchanges, so I've bought Bitcoin on, on different exchanges. Um, I, I was using Swan a lot, Cash App a little bit. Um, Cash App was more just like small random purchases. Um, what else was there? I forget. It doesn't matter. But 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 a couple different things. But you can go on most of these websites where you buy your Bitcoin and you can download like a little Excel spreadsheet with like all your buys and everything. Because they have it, they have the database of that, of course. And so I made this spreadsheet um, tracking my Bitcoin purchases and what the cost basis was for them, whether it's a short or a long term uh, tax lot. And so what I'm going to do is, is, you know, as I have to sell Bitcoin, I'm going to find the most tax-friendly tax lots I can and say that's what I sold. And, um, you know, if they question it, I can say, well, go contact Swan and ask them to see my Bitcoin purchases and you will find that the Bitcoin I, that I'm saying I bought on this date at this rate is what they say it is. So that'll protect me there, I think. Um, I have no idea if they're going to say like, well, no, it needs to be the same UTXO. There's no bought. way. But yeah, there's just, there's no way they're going to be able to like keep track of that. And, and it's not like I'm going to be doing, you know, $20 million of this in a year. It's, it's going to be, you know, 18 million anyway. Right. Yeah, obviously. So it's not even going to be a lot that's going to be, you know, raising a lot of flags or anything. Um, at least I don't think so. I don't know. Hopefully not. But, but I think I'll have, you know, enough information to give back to them that'll like make them, give them a lot of work to do. And something that's just not going to be like total bull crap on my end that they'll be able to like have a slam dunk against me. I am not a, uh, well, I'm not a thing. CPA, so I, I and come, neither I'm, am I, so I'm not giving tax advice, but that's how I understand it to work. Like if you can show the story for the most part, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, it checks out. Like if you show right. that I bought Bitcoin for $64,000 and I sold it for $60,000, they're going to be like, okay, that's a loss. Yeah, I mean, when you when you buy and sell stocks, you can choose the tax lot that you're, which stocks you're buying and selling. Right. When it comes time to do it, so, and that's digital too. Like, you know. Yeah. So I don't. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if anyone wants the spreadsheet, because I think it's kind of slick, actually. Um. Got a little dashboard on the front where I have a, uh, it's pulling the data off the website. So every time I open it, it refreshes the current price of Bitcoin so I can track to see my performance and how much I've bought, how much I've sold. Nice. Got a tab for my positions. Oh, man. Yep. How much Bitcoin I bought, the price I bought of that, the amount in dollars, the current value, the tax lot. Performance in dollar value and percentage. The remaining Bitcoin I have in there that I can sell off All right. for each lot and the remaining dollar value. So, yeah. should sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Sell the, uh, sell the spreadsheet. Yeah. I'll send it to you, Slappy. Play I'll around with it. I'll mess with it. I'm going to change all the numbers so it makes it look like I have like 10,000 Bitcoin. Yeah, well, no, that would make you look like you have less than you actually have. Right. Well, that's the point. I want oh, to seem poor. You know, yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, wow, no, I would on. use it because going into next year, I'm going to kind of change the way I do things too. Yeah. Now, there might be some stuff I might want to have to uh, change up like because like when you do something for yourself – it's kind of like coded. Yeah, because you know like what it means. Someone uh, sent me a uh, something on Twitter asking me for my fruitcake recipe. And um, 
I wonder if he was expecting me to be like, it's a secret. Probably. But I was like, sure. It was Eric LaPrice. He's a, he's a fruitcake respecter. Sure. So I'm happy to, happy to send him my recipe. And I was like, well, it's just like scribbled on the back of an envelope. And so I found, I, I grabbed it where it was and I was looking at it and I, I sent it to him. Like, I'll have to like decode this for you because it's, like I kind of know what stuff means, but there's no way you are. <laughs> like you think there's he's just dumb? no. I just think that it's it's like the Navajo code talkers. <laughs> just... So on the top, so I have something at like there's also like calculations I did for coming up with uh, another cake I did one time with how much fruit juice I was putting in. And I messed up putting in the eggs one time. So I have uh, simultaneous equations for figuring out um, how many eggs should be in there. (laughs) But uh, at the top corner, it says one pound flour slash butter slash BR sugar slash four eggs. It's a lot of pounds. Yeah, well, it's a pound. It's it's the fruitcake base is pound cake. Mm. And a pound cake, it, so the the four basic ingredients of cake are flour, sugar, butter, and eggs. Right. And it's called a pound cake because the basic recipe is a pound of each ingredient. Mm. So you uh, you cream the butter, and then you cream the butter with the sugar, and you cream that until it whips up nice. And it turns from like yellow to white. And then you you beat the eggs in with it. Then you add the flour. And then I have eight cherry slash pineapple. Two lemon cant. I don't know what that word is. Then two large oranges. Two almonds. One pecan. One walnut. Two raisins. And those uh, units are like plastic things at the farmer's market I get, which I kind of know what the amount is, but there would be no way to describe it. <laughs> to someone. And then below that, it says rum. And then about four fluid ounces, dark corn syrup. And then it says bake 300 degrees F and then two hours is scribbled out. Then it says an hour and 45 minutes. And then underlined do not overcook (laughs) so and then there's other stuff there's like there's other spices i put in there like cinnamon and nutmeg and allspice and i'm not sure what else and oh yeah all those other things like if you can't buy a lot of those fruit candied you got to candy it yourself that's what the two large oranges meant you had like candied the the peels of the two large oranges so you, everyone just got my fruitcake recipe, by the way. There so we're only, actually, it's October 25th. We are exactly two months away from Christmas, Slappy. So start so making people, your fruitcakes. People better start being start thinking about making fruitcake because it's the clock's ticking. I will not be making a fruitcake. That's stupid. But uh, yeah, I got off on that tangent. Trying to, how did, man, went from talking about my spreadsheet for keeping track of Bitcoin capital yeah, gains. Because you to, put your codes and whatever. Yeah, so nobody, that's what I'm saying. Nobody like, can understand your high level of writing other than you. Yes. So um, I do actually have a, <laughs> talk about talking in code, but column E is named code. <laughs> because what it is, is you put the date, type the date in, and then I have a column next to it called NUM for number because you could have made the same several purchases on the same day. So you want to keep track of that difference. So you have to label the first one of the day A, even though it says number, I chose letters. So you just go A, B, C, D for each each one successive days and then the exchange because you did sure. it. And so you put those three things in and it comes out with a code. 
So the first one, or let me just pick a random one. Uh, uh, let me find one that's got a B in it. There we go. Uh, 2021-08-11B-SWAN. So that means that was the second purchase of the day that I bought from Swan on August 11th, 2021. And that code's important because when you go to the next uh, worksheet, you write the date. This is what how much when you're selling the Bitcoin because you want to put in the code that code in there because that's the tax lot that you're selling. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you write the amount of Bitcoin and the amount in dollars and the price and everything that you're putting into that. And that'll subtract it from that, uh, that main spreadsheet. And so you'll say, oh, I had 14, uh, 140 Bitcoin in there and I just sold uh, 70 of them. Mm-hmm. And so they'll show up that you only have 70 left there. So you can, you know, if that's tax advantageous for you later on to sell from that. And then that's, that's the one you sell from. And, and then you can readjust the performances and everything and, and see, see what you want to do. So I think it's pretty slick. Pretty good. I'll be, give me like three days and I'll be like yelling about uh, Pepe Silvia. Well, send it over to me. I'll mess with it. Okay. So, yeah, and that's open to anybody else that wants it. It's just a spreadsheet. So, happy to uh, share it and if it's helpful for someone or if someone has a way to improve it, that's great too. So, this is, uh, you know, new beginnings for Ryle McFlew. Yeah, and, good luck. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll keep people posted. Hopefully not from prison. But, but yeah, it'll, it'll be a, it'll be an interesting thing, and and I'm curious to see if other people are doing this, what they're doing, how they're doing. I want I want feedback, and if you know, hopefully this helps people, and and maybe maybe pulls back some of the the veil of mystery of uh, of how to accomplish this, because I think a lot of people are are kind of hurting for something like this, and and they want to do something like this, but they don't really know how. Uh, because it is something brand new. And so, you know, I, I, you have my empathy if, uh, if it's something that's, that you feel is a little bit intimidating, but, uh, we want, I want to get JW on the show too soon to talk about, doing. yeah, what he's doing. What he I think he's pretty, pretty much doing a similar thing as what I am, which I think is what everybody does. You know, the fees are pretty low on strike. They're very low, which is nice. So it's not a bad place probably just to be your regular Bitcoin exchange. Uh, I've been using it almost exclusively lately. And if you want to support the show and you want to use Strike, you can use our referral code and we'll each get $5. Get yourself a little bonus. Right. Strike.me slash Bitcoin Trickle. I don't know if that's in the show notes page. I'll put it in there. Well, we'll help each other out. And what I'll do is on the uh, the Bitcoin trickle uh, lightning node, I'll create an invoice for that $5 and I'll send it from Strike over the Lightning Network to that so we can keep track. We can keep my finances separate from the finances of our conglomerate. Business. We are a conglomerate. We've got several businesses mm-hmm. um, that have made money. Well, profitable businesses. Well, um, actually, Liberty Mugs is profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been in the black for a while, actually. Yeah. And the couple people that uh, we scammed out of their Bitcoin for a mug really helped that out. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I hope that, you're enjoying your mug. <laughs> it, it, it is a nice mug. But it's great. It's nicer to have the Bitcoin. You know what's bad? Our expensive mug 
is because of inflation, it's pretty worth- soon going to not be the expensive mug anymore. Yeah, other people would have paid more for their mug. Yeah, so more expensive mug. Oh well, time's running out to be able to like really have that, have the ability to be like, whoa, that's an expensive mug, and be like, yes, I spent a hundred dollars on it, and people would be like, that's a cheap mug. Hundred dollars for mug is like like nothing. that's a steal. Where'd you find that? I need a hundred dollar right. mug. So you're not going to have that opportunity to be able to like it, it's going to change on you like that pretty soon. So yeah, but yeah, I mean we're a conglomerate because we have Liberty mugs. Uh, McFlugel.com has made money. Mm-hmm. We sold a pair of whitey tighties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, there's store.mcflugel.com. We only sell things for Bitcoin there, but you can buy some uh, some some merch for the show, which I forgot we haven't been doing that. Um, snapping your pair, snapping your Ronald McFlugel whitey tighties. Hope you've been doing that when you're listening to the episode. I wear them for every episode. There you go. And then um, also BitcoinTrickle.com has earned money too. So, so there you go. That's not in the black yet, but we haven't really we'll pushed that there. yet. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 that's that's a work in progress. Yeah. But we appreciate all of the uh, the listeners and people who send us their money. Absolutely. So, uh, all right. That's all I have, I guess. Do you have anything? No, let's wrap it up. All right. Wrap it up. All right. Uh, show notes page for this episode is mcflugel.com slash 275. Uh Check out BitcoinTrickle.com. Check out 10HoursLiberty.com. Ah, 10 Hours of Liberty. Just listen to like, what? Eight, seen or eight episodes. Yeah. And you've got 10 Hours of 10 Liberty, hours Liberty from us. Now, 10HoursOfBitcoin.com and LibertyMugs.com. And also, if you want to check out Strike to buy Bitcoin to uh, get paid in Bitcoin, uh, you can use our referral link, Trickle or slash Bitcoin trickle. That'll be in the show notes page as well. All right. Um, all right. I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Peace.